0: You are listening to Three Die Block, your Blood Bowl podcast, recorded on October 16th, 2012, and brought to you by Wizard Asylum in Norman, Oklahoma, and Impact Miniatures at ImpactMiniatures.com. Please visit us at BothDown.com. Yes, BothDown.com. You gotta, you gotta, Hey, everybody, welcome to Three Die Block. This podcast is dedicated to the tabletop miniature game Blood Bowl by Games Workshop. I'm Steve Kilowagi, and with me is the man who truly is a boy from the South, Scott
1: Prime. Scott Prime in the house in Iowa, a true boy of the South. Yes, the Ginger Badgers have invaded. We're from bothdown.com, the Hope- Both Down podcast. Hopefully, they know that. You should have already known us, but if you don't, you will now.
0: Since you know, three die block. I guess I wouldn't say cheated, but since they played better than we did at Chaos Cup, which shouldn't be allowed.
1: Right. We, in case you don't know, we had a challenge with the uh, three die block boys, and uh, we lost. But we thought the the scavenger hunt at Chaos Cup was worth a hundred bonus points. Yeah. And we did win the we're the scavenger hunt champions. Absolutely. We also had the Stunty Cup champion. We thought those were like bonus points. Yeah, and, so yeah.
0: realistically, we won two official things from Chaos Cup. They didn't win anything official. That's right. Not including the couple of drawings that Scott won.
1: That's right. So, uh, technically we think we won, but, you know, hey, they're in our studios. You know, we're we're here in Iowa in their studios. Producer Craig is, you know, happily letting us uh take over as he's uh tied up in the back.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He wasn't so happy about being tied up, but I think he's okay now.
1: Uh, Duct tape will do wonders. Yeah.
0: It was pink duct tape. He liked
1: it. Yeah, it's a good kind. So, Steve, what do we have on tap today since we have taken over 3-Die Block? Well, on this
0: episode, as always, we break the show up into three segments. Our first segment is actually going to be us breaking down a brand new roster to 3-Die Block, the Demons of
1: Corn from Cyanide. That shall be interesting.
0: And then our second segment, we're going to be answering a couple of questions that people had for us from our Facebook. And then third, we're going to go over the results of our most recent Alcorn Cup, no relation to the previous corn, from our local league.
1: Nice. Nice to get the uh, Dragonfire Blood Bowl League out there.
0: Yeah. So we're going to bring some fluff to this podcast. And
1: uh, that's it. We're going to fluff it up, the Ginger Boys from the South. And we'll be right back
0: with our first segment. <laughs> And welcome back to our first segment, Demons of Corn 1.0 Roster Breakdown.
1: Yeah, this shall be interesting since we come from the uh, background on playing Blood Bowl with our local league and building on the fluff. So, uh, this is going to be our first roster dissection.
0: Yeah, if you don't know us, our local league, we randomize skills so we don't actually get to pick our own. Makes it a lot more interesting. And makes this a lot harder for us. (laughs) Because we're trying to keep it the same as they used to, keep you guys happy. And you're going to make fun of us. And that's just how it's going to (laughs) be.
1: No, they're not. We're going to give them some knowledge. You played Corn quite a bit now on the Cyanide game, correct? Right. If people
0: aren't familiar with what they are, the Demons of Corn are the new controversial team that was created for the Cyanide video game. And it's kind of fun. I like it.
1: Why are you saying they're controversial?
0: Well, some people are not happy with the fluff behind it or how they were created or, you know, they weren't play tested enough or there's not enough star okay. players. There's a thousand different reasons why people are upset by
1: it. Okay. But well,
0: I like it. It's fun and it's there. Can I so, get my
1: opinion before we break down the rosters? No, of course not. Oh. So we're going to start? Okay, fine. All right. Thank you. Um, I've only got to play half with these guys i mean i said over your shoulder and watched you play a half with the corn while i played the other half
0: well you were telling me what to do
1: so right but i mean i I haven't really got the point and click on the cyanide i guess i've only played a half the cyanide game what scott's
0: saying is his computer sucks
1: yeah i have an ancient computer that's only good for checking email and writing papers for you know college students but what i do want to say is i'm one of those guys that want this to be play tested for a while to see what bugs they could work out. Like I've sure. heard the other teams, you know, we've got back into blood bowl, like four years ago, and we heard about all the play testing and stuff. So I just want to make sure this fits with the tier. They want it to fit in.
0: I can understand that, but it's already out there.
1: So, but after playing it, you're right. It is out there. It's a, I mean, games workshop for as much as they care about blood bowl. It's approved by them after playing them. They're, they're very difficult because you're going to eat rerolls like crazy. With yes, your honor. And it was very fun. I know a lot of complaints are the fluff doesn't fit. You know, like the bloodthirster guy's not big and strong and have every skill. To me, you make the fluff fit the universe exactly. And to me,
0: this universe they haven't had war in a long time. So even if it was the same corn that corn is probably a lot weaker than he would be. Plus they don't have their weapons. They, there's a, there's a thousand reasons why they would be as they are. Just got to make it up in your head.
1: Right. And if you've listened to our show over on boat down, I've complained before. Like I wish, cause I come from a second edition background. That's my first intro to blood bowl. And I've always told, and I've even told you Steve, how I kind of wish it was a chaos human team. Chaos yeah. pack doesn't totally work for me. But I want a Chaos Human. I want the mean evil humans right. that can get the mutations and stuff. This roster is close. This made me feel, playing it on Cyanide, that like, oh, well, I kind of got my Chaos Human team.
0: Right. I would state that it'd be nice if there was some mutation and people are going to complain because it's not fluffy that they don't. But it is what it is,
1: and I like it. All right. Well, let's break down so people understand what we're talking about. So the team itself, if you haven't seen, you have your 0-16 to
0: positional. Pit Fighter, which is sixty thousand, their six three, three eight, and come with frenzy, and they have immediate access to general and passing, and then doubles access to agility and strength. Then we have bloodletter demons, which are eighty thousand, six three three seven, they come with horns, juggernaut and regen. Their single skills are general agility strength, doubles passing, then corn heralds. Which are 90,000, 6338. They come with Frenzy, Horns, and Juggernaut. Oh, I guess the Demons, you can have how many?
1: You can have 0 to 4 on the Bloodletter Demons. And the Heralds, you can have 2. That's correct. So,
0: Heralds, their single are General in Strength, and the double is Agility in Passing. And then the Bloodthirster. The biggest, baddest guy around.
1: And the most expensive. And guy. the most
0: expensive. <laughs> 180,000. He's 6. 519. He has Loner, Wild Animal, Claw, Frenzy, Horns, Juggernaut, and Regen. And of course, he's a big guy. He gets Strength, and then doubles is everything else except mutation.
1: Right. Their rerolls
0: are uh, 70k. Right. And then they are allowed to get an Apothecary. And like I said, one complaint they're only allowed access to two star players right now Grashnak
1: and Morgenthorg. That has to change. Uh, you know, people are saying, like, this shouldn't be NAF approved or it shouldn't. Um, no matter what happens, they need more access to some other star players, even if, it, even if it's like the goblin that's with the chainsaw. Yeah. Black Hork, Nobligo- Black Hork, and somebody Just like whatever. that. Just whatever.
0: But, yeah, they're a little weak when it comes to star players, and you can kind of really see where they need it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, first position we'll talk about is the pit fighter. Now,
1: people have complained also. There's
0: a lot, a lot of talk about people complaining. We're just going to address
1: it because it's out there. Uh, you, if you're going by the forums, that's usually what happens on forums is most people complain. So That is very true. But, however, people were complaining
0: because they had access to passing. I don't get the complaint.
1: Well, I mean, I see the, the access to passing as a way to tailor your team. Um, in the short time I played this team, they seem more like of a, a bash running type you know, you run the ball type team. Yeah. But if I wanted to have a dedicated guy to pick up the ball and perhaps pass it when you're in those situations where you only have two plays left and you need a pass. Yeah. You can build a guy to do that. I'm not saying I'd build two guys or three guys, but I'd definitely build one guy and he has access to leader.
0: When it comes down to it, when we look at this position, both of us were kind of along the same lines. Your first guy is going to get leader. Oh there's most most definitely. You need extra re-rolls because of the frenzy on
1: this team, and they have easy access to it. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather pay 30K for a, a, a leader and a free re-roll than you know, 70K. So. You mean 20? Oh, I guess it really is 20. I'm yeah. so used to all the positionals needing doubles, you know.
0: Most of them do. Now, after that first skill, you can go a couple of different ways. What, which direction would you go if you got a second and third skill?
1: I know this is ridiculous. Uh, my, my first guy, a leader up. All right, I get a skill up, I make him a leader. If he gets an additional skill fairly quick, um, I'd probably go maybe sure hands and then go towards block and pass or something like that. I'm a run-first type guy most of the time. Yeah. I know me and your play different differs in that. You're a short-pass type of guy. Cause you'd like Because you like to take that quarterback role and just kind of use it as a quarterback. I'm going to mm-hmm. go throw the ball. And when it works for you, <laughs> no matter what team you play, you do well. It's when you roll that one and then or yeah. one and then you re-roll your pass and then you you roll a four, but then on your catch you get a two, is where you run into trouble just playing a lot of games, no matter yeah. what team you run.
0: And that's just my problem. I still come at it from a football, you know, an American football type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I want it to have a quarterback and I want to
1: throw. Oh, I- it doesn't matter what team I have, I'm going to throw. Trust me, when I ran high elves in our home league, um, that's why I had a thrower, and that sucker rolled ones more than anybody I know, so yeah. it just happens. But I would build one guy as a quarterback-type guy. I would give him block to protect him. After that, I have that one guy established, I would just start building the other guys up with some some block, some block wrestle, and wrestle uh, and- maybe tackle-type skills. Because
0: generally you think these guys are going to be your
1: linemen? He's going to put them on the line, let them get killed? Yes, they're pretty cheap. After I build a specialty guy that has the access you know, to the passing and the general. Yeah. After I do that, yes. So I, you know, I can see myself playing a couple of these guys in the line and a couple of these guys back almost like corners and stuff or ball handlers. See, me,
0: I think I'm going to go leader, and then if he gets another skill, I'm probably going to give him kick because he's not going to be in the fray. I don't want him getting hit. So if he's going to be back anyways, if he's going to be in the middle – might as well have a little bit more ball control and kind of
1: keep the ball on the backfield. Uh, I'm not saying that's a horrible skill. I'm just saying I would not pick that right away. I don't blame you. I mean, now, <laughs> if I had two of these guys that I'm working on just as a backup, I, yeah. I totally believe that in Blood Bowl you'd never put all your eggs in one basket or in one guy. Like, this Very guy true. always will run the ball because that's when that guy gets hurt or for some reason you go for it and you roll the one, and you use a team reroll, and you still roll that one, and, oh, you know, anyways. Yeah. We know how injuries can happen.
0: But, like you said, past that, they're just going to be linemen. They're going to have block because of the frenzy, and they're going to have wrestle just to take other people down that block.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, what about stat increases for these guys, Steve? I take them. You take no all of them? No matter what it is.
0: Well, not, okay, not all of them. I'll take agility and strength. I'm not usually a fan of mo- of movement or armor, just in general, depending on the character.
1: But agility or strength, i take them both. Okay, I, I agree on those. I, I'm a, a big fan, and this is where people are going to roll around after they listen to this podcast. I am a big fan of taking pretty much every stat increase except for armor. Uh, if you get movement, you take it. Because there's so many scenarios where that extra movement helps out. Yeah. Strength is obvious on almost... I don't know of a character you say, no, nah, I don't want the strength. Maybe it, maybe it's not. right? We might right? get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, agility, you take them all. In my book. But I'm a, a big guy that if, if I get a stat increase of, with a character, you, even a Chaos Warf or whatever, I let them keep that. Even though I know he's a basher guy. Because I think I'm going to need that guy to blitz at some point. Right. He needs that extra movement.
0: Well, there's truth to that. And with the frenzy, you can use them to kind of get into position. But my problem with that is this team has so many good blitzers to begin with. I'm probably not going to be blitzing with these guys.
1: You're right. but And I also come from the perspective of, you know, I'm big on fluff and yeah. we have random skills in our league. And I kind of like to see the players grow into themselves and become their own kind of legend. Very true. So if a guy gets a speed or something like that, I'm like, okay, well then he's destined to be extra fast or whatever. So that's just me. Okay, You know. If I was if blood Bowl was pay, played for like you know fifty grand or something in big tournaments, maybe I'd change my mind and Min and Max a little bit better. I can definitely see that Let's do the bloodletter demons
0: bloodletter demons again, six, three, three, seven, horns, juggernaut, and region. get four of these guys four of them these are your ball handlers. that's why they have the one less armor.
1: Well, they have access to general agility and strength. So Yeah, you they're can, the only ones that get agil- agility straight off. So you can make your blodger or whatever if you're a run team. So, yeah. And then you can pick up the sure hands. So definitely. My first I,
0: two guys that level up are getting sure hands. No question.
1: I totally agree with you. And then I go block and dodge or or vice versa right. on that. Ideally, these guys do run the ball. Yeah. And then I have that quarterback role and that ex, that one pit fighter guy, you know. Mm-hmm. He's the guy with the leader and maybe the pass in case I needed to get to one of these guys. So I, I totally agree with you with, uh, you know, sure hands, uh, dodge, blocks, stuff like that. And so.
0: just how I play the game, my first two would be the ball handlers. They're mm-hmm. going to pick up the ball. They're going to hold on to it. And then two of them are going to become catchers. I'm going to give them catch, dodge, and that type of skills, just depending on what I need at the time, that's just how I see it since I have four break them up into two sets of two,
1: yeah, I've seen you do that with your Norse team too, so yeah I mean and I've my seen Amazons you were, I mean, yeah. just that's how I do it. no, I totally agree. I don't you know where you go from after sure hands block dodge, I don't know where you go, you can specialize them if this guy is It's a long ways to get there. I know I don't think that far <laughs> down <laughs> yeah. the line, but yeah. You know, maybe put a kick on one of these guys eventually if you don't have somebody by then because... I could see that. one. Of, you know, These guys might be in the back as well. Yeah, probably. Now, for stat increases, with these guys having seven armor, I do take any stat increase. Yeah,
0: um, I, I probably would too. It uh, just obvious, depend, the movement's going to depend upon what they have at the time because, to me, I don't like getting a guy ahead of everybody else.
1: No, I, I understand that. Um, I think if I rolled... The movement later, I would probably like that a little bit better. Yeah. Um, Movement straight off. I'm probably
0: going to pass it up to get an actual skill.
1: And you'd probably take movement over armor. But if you did take armor, I can't fault you because... Well, they do have regen, though. I understand that. But, you know, I don't know the math. And uh, Chance and Drew aren't here to do the math. But (laughs) uh, I know those guys are real big on, you know, like... You have such a higher percentage of breaking armor versus 7 versus 8. Right. Right. And stuff like that. So it's while I don't know the I'm numbers, sure. I know it's a, a huge different mathematically.
0: Especially in a league where Vales is picking skills. So mm-hmm. you got people with block and mighty blow and piling on.
1: So if I had a guy that I really wanted to protect who had the sure hands block, dodge, and stuff, I would definitely take that armor just to keep them yeah. safe.
0: Later on, I would. Just not immediately. Because we know when those guys hit the ground somebody's going to go stick a boot in their face. <laughs> Pretty much. If you're doing your job right and they're good.
1: All right. So next up, we got the Corn Herald, Steve.
0: So these are 6338 with Frenzy, Horns, and Juggernaut.
1: Were these the guys on the game that had the capes in the graphics? Yes, I think so. I don't know why they had the capes. Maybe to just differentiate them? Uh, it's, a, it's a corn thing. That's a corn thing? Yeah. Okay. It's kind of corny. It, ha, 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 ha. There's your bad uh, pun. You guys should be used to those. Yep. <laughs> we try to stay away, but they just follow us. Again, we have guys with built-in Frenzy here. Yeah.
0: And when the, a lot of the other team has frenzy, it's a lot of frenzy. It's nice to position people around and move them, but it's also kind of dangerous.
1: Um, partake- but the, you only have two of them, and they're your blitzers, probably. So it's good. Yeah, I would use these guys definitely as my blitzers. I would, I would probably. I know it sounds kind of ridiculous. I know block is so powerful, but after playing tournaments, you know, at Chaos Cup and Bugman's Bowl and other events, wrestle is just such an awesome. Yeah, there's something about. The difference between blitzing a guy, and you know that guy has block, and you have block, and you go hit him, and, you, and you, in your mind, you go like, oh, I have a one out of six chance I fail, and then mm-hmm. you roll that both down. And you guys are both still up, and then you go, oh, crap, I forgot he had block, too, and I have block, and that does nothing. Yeah. That's when wrestle is just so awesome, because you can just like, well, Damn then the you really do have a, only a one out of six chance of failing and a five out of six chance of success.
0: True. It is very powerful. It just it just depends if you want to bash people's heads in or if you just want to lay them down in a bed of nice flowers
1: and say, sweet, nothing's in their ear. In all honesty, I'd probably take block first. Yeah, I want that's to bash gonna heads keep, in. It's going to keep you up. Um, yeah. That's secondly, i probably take tackle and then just depending on where I want to go, maybe a yeah. mighty blow. But if you told me wrestle, I can't fault you on it.
0: Yeah, that's very true. Mine, first skill block on both and then... The second skill, first one that levels up is going to get Tackle, and the second one's probably going to get Strip Ball.
1: Nice. I didn't even think about Strip Ball. Yeah.
0: It's nice. Sure, a lot of people have sure hands, but there's always that chance. Right. Plus, do you need Wrestle if you have Juggernaut? Because with Juggernaut, you turn the both down into a push. If you have Strip Ball, you're getting rid of the ball.
1: Well, that's true. That is true. So.
0: We're learning as we go. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, this is one of those challenges with this team is they have skills that you don't, well, we don't see too much of initially. Right. You know, not many teams start with Juggernaut, if any teams start with Juggernaut.
1: Well, it's a a whole lot of frenzy. Yeah, that too. And and you don't think about it, but once you combo those things up, if you're brave enough to do a lot of one-die blocks and stuff. And we saw that in our... In our game we played on Cyanide, yeah. at least the one I, I sat. And you've played many games on Cyanide. But
0: Yeah, I'm a big fan of just
1: throwing crazy blocks anyways. I know. You you play every game like you have block, and then you have like <laughs> super block that doesn't knock you down. But some nights that uh, Sometimes makes it works. you look brilliant, and other days it makes you look bad. And then this season I get nothing done. Now, in stat increases, once again, I take anything but armor. That's just me. Especially the movement, uh, obviously the strength. and Definitely
0: agility. movement, definitely strength. Agility, I don't know about agility. If I get an agility on them, it's inflating the value twice as much as a regular skill. Plus, they don't need the ball.
1: I'm not saying give them the ball, but again, yeah, I run into get around so easier, many but... scenarios where you can dodge through one tackle zone to get somewhere, I play. A, I play a little bit more risky blood bowl maybe than I should. And some when that happens, I look great, and you know, vice yeah. versa. But I like the option of if I did have a four uh, agility guy, I could hit one tackle zone, you know, just to kind of cut the corner a little bit and dodge out for, you know, I only fell on a one. That's so very I true. The blitz. But if you told me you didn't want to take it, I totally understand. And one thing we ha- neither one of us has mentioned really, even it's, it's not in either one of our notes, but it's, it's an obvious skill that we both should have thought of with frenzy. You w- you wind up making a lot more blocks than normal. Pro is probably a great skill to take on any of these guys. Yeah.
0: I think it's a good skill, and I thought about it.
1: I, don't, you I just don't, don't, take don't like it, pro. You don't take it early, for sure. Oh, no. As a late skill? Sure. But, yeah, if it's your fourth, fifth skill, if you get a guy that, that far along. I know a lot of people are big fans of pro. I, I'm, more I, I'm, likely not, to I'm put, like you. I'm, I'm not a fan of
0: I'm pro. I'm more likely to put pro on a lineman type than I am a skilled position, because mm-hmm. when they fail... I need them not to. Now, if it's at the later end of the game and I don't have any rerolls, it's great to have pro. But until then, it's kind of a waste. If I put it on a lineman, I don't care if it works or not. Yeah,
1: that's what, and that's what I mean. We didn't talk about the pit fighters. Oh yeah. I mean, they all come with frenzy as well, so that is uh, just an idea going out, out there. So
0: And also on this one, I don't think we've mentioned it on the other ones, but if you get a double on this, I'm not taking anything double. I'm just going to go with the regular skills. They have access to the ones I need.
1: I don't uh, need agility
0: or passing on these guys.
1: You don't make one of these a blodger. No, if probably you have not. that option,
0: I don't know. That's just it's hard not. It's hard to turn that down. I don't want them holding the ball. If I make them a blodger, and then I'm going to want to give them the ball. Okay. That's- now, if if they got a plus agility, and I happen to take it, yeah, they become a blodger. But I'm hoping not. Other than that,
1: I'm just going to take bashy stuff, mighty blows, stuff like that. Yeah. Later on. Okay. How about you uh i I disagree, I mean probably I wouldn't take it early on, but I would get that dodge i am just again a, you're thinking dodging out of squares and I'm thinking of dodging out of squares of that option of doing that i doesn't mean I do it every time, but it always seems like in some game that you know there's that chance that I could take and and oh, if this works out, this is gonna be perfect. Do I take this calculated risk, or do I just go base this guy this time? And I'm, I try to be aggressive. Um yeah. You know, in our league and even at Chaos Cup, we we try to play to win. Of course. Uh, you know, like oh, I probably shouldn't do this, but I'm gonna try to win. Like
0: I, I can get I can get a tie easy, or I can try to do something stupid and go for a win. Right. I We're mean, do the stupid at stuff. Chaos
1: Cup. There was a couple opportunities. Like, okay, I should probably just hold up in the middle and not do anything, so he can't get the ball loose. But You know, I tried some things to give me a chance to win. Of course, I failed them, and then I ended up losing the game in the last play. But, you know, ties don't get you anywhere. (laughs) Exactly.
0: So let's go back to the beginning real quick. Pit fighter, doubles, anything?
1: Oh, uh, boy. I might take diving tackle. These guys I probably wouldn't take much. No. Um, Maybe the mighty blow if you're just having a guy. Yeah, it's going to depend on their build. Ultimately, probably not. Right, uh, guard. I mean, guard's good for these guys. Oh well, sure, yeah. I mean, didn't think of that. Strength, but yes, guard be good. Exes. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely guard.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and then on bloodletter demons. Yeah, uh, you're only able to get pass. Yeah. I mean, maybe if this was my very first, let's say I had it my very first game, I I get doubles. Maybe I take a leader right off the bat just to save me some money. But with
0: one of those guys though. Rural's Over a uh, lineman, it's going to cost you ten thousand more.
1: Uh,
0: I, I might, I, I really I'm, I'm might,
1: not. because I'm a you know rerolls are really helpful. I could see me taking it's nerves of steel.
0: What nerves of steel? If if it's one of my ones that I turn into a catcher, uh, I then I could take nerves of steel so I can throw into traffic and then go out. Well, but it just depends on that's going to take me off when
1: uh, that works. <laughs> Against me, but no, I don't. I, I never take Nerves of steel. Yeah, I know if that. I'm picking skills,
0: I'm not blaming you. I'm just <laughs> stating it. So let's move back to the fun one. The very last guy, the Bloodthirster. Bloodthirster six five one nine comes again with loner, wild animal, claw, frenzy, horns, juggernaut, and regen. There's a lot of crap to put on one person.
1: He's 180k, so yeah, you should get a lot of crap with this guy.
0: He's expensive, but he's good. Well, that claw, frenzy, horns,
1: chart—he's good. Oh yeah, he was in our game. He did really good. Yeah, but um,
0: he takes out people pretty consistently. I don't know if you buy this guy
1: right off the bat. I really don't know.
0: Really? I. (sighs) We'll get into that. We'll discuss builds later. But first skill with this guy, without a doubt, (laughs) mighty blow. blow.
1: Yeah, in a heartbeat.
0: Oh, yeah. Because you're going to be breaking a lot more armors. You're going to be breaking dwarves on a seven.
1: Yeah, and then probably my second skill is going to be. Break tackle. Break, break tackle or guard. Probably to, mm. if I'm running like a cagey type thing and I need some to yeah. help out the pit fighters, maybe. Um, I'm probably
0: going to take brick tackle just for the fun of it.
1: Yeah. This, it
0: this, would be this a lot guy of fun. is really fun. <laughs> and he only doesn't blitz on a one out of six. Right. Which is still risky, but not nearly as risky as others.
1: Now with doubles, I definitely take block with this guy.
0: If I got doubles and I had to take a skill, I'd take block. But <laughs> don't tell no, me No, you no, no take I, block. I would. Come
1: on, don't don't overthink this. Well, block he, keeps, him block it, keeps him up. He's got
0: Juggernaut. Block keeps him up. It does. And it's so awesome that they have regen, cuz you know, even if they get him down and they kill him, yeah, it's a 50/50 shot they're going to come back
1: those regenerals don't work so well for me.
0: Not always, but it's, it's a good investment. There's less a chance that you're going to lose this guy.
1: Now I will say this. I didn't like his big freaking wings on the video game. Cause that was really distracting and hard to see your other characters. Yeah, it
0: was a couple of times. It's like is someone in front of him. I didn't see that guy at all.
1: <laughs> I'm going to make this block. Oh, I, his, his wings are in the way. So but, of
0: course at one agility, if you get another agility, you're going to take it, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. No. This is the one I want to No, And it, let me say this. If we were playing this in our home league, the Dragonfire Blood Bowl League, I probably would take it. Why? I, I told you. I, I You you make <laughs> you guys just turned him into 220,000. <laughs> you make a great point. If I was playing in a league where we pick skills, or if I was playing on fumble and this guy was available, yeah. or if this was a tournament, no, I would not take it. I would take... You know, only increases I would take is strength, maybe movement, and that's a real maybe.
0: I could easily see movement if I had, like, Brick Tackle already, just because he's going right. to be dominating. It, if it was point. right off
1: the bat, I wouldn't take it. I'd take a skill first, so.
0: Same here, because that Mighty Blow is going to pay off a lot more than the movement. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to
1: get you to your next couple skills. The strength, though? Really? Yes, I take strength. Make six strength. You have horns. Yeah. So, when you blitz, you have seven, and you get three dice on a normal three guy, three strength guy. Yeah, true, dude. You can take down Treeman, but it, he's it'd be fifty extra.
0: He needs it. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to take it. Uh, that's fine. Yeah, you don't have to. I understand, but if I did, he's g- getting multi block at that point.
1: Well, then you can give him. I'm going to give so give a couple easy.
0: people some guard
1: and. And take a couple of people down at a time. Well, you can't have multi-block with frenzy, I don't think.
0: I think you can. Okay.
1: Oh yeah. Because it's optional. Never mind. I'm uh, wrong. Never came up before. <laughs> no, it hasn't. But we we move on. We don't. We're not uh professing that we know all <laughs> the rules perfectly. So. Hey,
0: so you mentioned you probably wouldn't take the big guy first. Definitely
1: not in a tournament or home league. Definitely not in a tournament. See, I'm thinking but, different. But it just depends what you're going for.
0: I'm going for fun. It, I love taking... I've, I've done a few different rosters on the video game. Okay. Take him and just Pit Fighters. Well... And that's it. That's cheap. You're going to get a lot of re-rolls. You're going to be... Every single person you have has Frenzy. It's fun. It might be a blast, but... Especially if you go to a tournament where you get to add skills. It's going to be a ton of fun. If tournaments allow it, of course. <laughs>
1: well, no, I just think he's he's a lot of money, man. He
0: is a lot of money, but he's worth it.
1: <sighs> I I I haven't played it enough. I got know, made fun of for taking
0: honest. an ice troll to the Chaos Cup last year, so I understand.
1: Well, and I understand. You wanted to have fun with it. All right. It just depends your approach.
0: Uh, if you want to go to win, probably don't pay any attention to what and, I do.
1: And that's like Chaos Cup this year. I didn't take the troll. I wanted to take a troll because I'm so used On to On your orc it. team? I'm so used to seeing our home league orc teams already have a troll and it's fun. And it's not so fun when they become really right. stupid and you have the option to carry a goblin, but I couldn't do it. Yeah, I couldn't do it. You I know, can, I can at chaos that. cup. Now, if I knew my record was going to be about the same going in, <laughs> I might've just did it to have fun, but I was really going to try to, you know, maybe get a top 15, top 10 finish. And I didn't it came short, but big guys have a lot of, it's just a lot of risk for 180. It is, but he's so fun. Well, like I said, you played it more than me. Yeah. I got to admit I had a lot more fun with it than I thought I would.
0: Again, if I'm not taking him, I'm going to take a couple of the Corn Heralds just to get my
1: Blitzers, and I don't know. I, I like Frenzy on everybody. It makes it a very interesting roster. Playing this, this is what, as I was playing it, and then I got home, I was thinking... You know this corn roster. If you take the word "corn" away from it, okay. So you now take, it's just demons. You take demons out of it. And so now it's just, just of. <laughs> right. So the of roster. So, so they're they're chaos humans, and let's you can just call if you want to justify mutations. They're chaos humans with mutations. The demons. Okay. Sure. Yeah. These reminded me the chaos human side of it, the pit fighters, and all the frenzy reminded me of what Norse was. In second edition, hmm. because there was like this rule of you know they worked them you know and they built all this fluff. Of, These guys are like crazy fighters. They work themselves up into a frenzy and go nuts and everything. That's what this felt like. It it felt like second edition Norse instead of guys that are just wearing one shoulder pad, seven armor and block.
0: And you know, if you look at just the stats. They're all kind of the same Six three three eight, six three three seven, six three three eight. The difference, you know, Frenzy, Horns, Juggernaut region, Frenzy, Horns, Juggernaut. It is very Norsey. And in my head. You could write this all off as just a Norse team because the linemen are new guys. They have just Frenzy. A little bit higher ups who have the ball. They have horns because they got the spiky helmets.
1: Exactly. That's what I was going to say. And yes, you could justify the skills by saying, huh. you know, these are the miniatures with the horns and stuff, and and then your I, ice trolls, your bloodthirster, fluff is what you make it. We have a guy in our league who plays or played dark elves, yeah. but his miniatures were uh, little ninja guys yeah. because he wanted them to be high agility humans you know you can adapt anything to this and that's a big argument against the corn is like if you wanted chaos you should run this team instead yeah you know my, my problem with the regular chaos roster is i don't want to deal with beastmen i just don't like them i know it sounds silly but they're just ugly and they look like retarded goats and stuff <laughs> it's just doesn't fit me and they're very
0: plain they just have regular horns and then you got to skill them up. I don't
1: mind having a few of those guys, yeah. but I want a roster with some humans. And this gives me the pit fighters. And if I don't want to take the demons, I can still kind of have in my head. I can justify bringing in a chaos human type team. Yeah. And then I can justify that. Okay, I wish there was like a positional, just like like no. your corn herald. Yeah. I wish that maybe had a mutation access on doubles. Sure. Just so because in, in second edition rules, we, I, I know I keep referencing that, but that's what I grew up on. Yeah. Second edition Chaos Humans or Chaos Dwarves or whatever, could, and Skaven all could have two guys only on a team that gets mutations. Hmm. So just lacking, like, like I said, the Corn Herald getting mutation. I like it because I can justify this, and I can turn the fluff into this is a Chaos Human team. I can go pick out the miniatures. I can go buy some like human-looking guys or even Norse miniatures yeah. for the pit fighters, and then I can buy some Chaos Warriors, the guys with the horns and the armor from GW yeah. or another company, Impact or whoever, and I can have my horns and justify this. I like this. I, I really like that idea. I was totally on the opposite side of you on this i still think maybe they should not approve this yet but by the end of 2013 this should be approved for the naf yeah i don't know what hoops you have to jump through i don't know the process or their bylaws but playing just one half of this made me like it enough where i'm like okay i can see the people telling me to relax just have fun with this team yeah
0: so yeah definitely if you haven't played it give it a shot if you've said nasty things about it, still give it a shot. just have fun with it. That's what it's there for. It's not there to make things worse. Fluff is not supposed to be dragging you down. Fluff is there
1: to bring the game up. Oh, it's what you add to it, like yeah, you know, like we said we've we've said this a hundred times in our podcast. you know, build your fluff, make it fun. you know that's what we're here for that, that's that's the great part. This is not a st- this is how I look at this game. This is not a strategy chess game. Yeah. It can be, but it's a campaign role-playing game. You get to name your characters. And I'm real you know I'm big on that. Same I, here. I just don't I can't stand people going, "Oh, well, this is lineman number 1." <laughs> or or just like a name, like this is green, this this guy's yellow, <laughs> this, this is guy's blue man red, one, blue man this two. is blue, and then That guy dies, so they just have blue number two. Sure. And then that guy dies, and it's blue three. I can't stand that. Unless you have a reason for that. Maybe it's a wizard who's cloning people, and his spells are going awry, (laughs) so they kind of have this hue color to them. I like that. The rainbow color. I mean, you can justify a lot of things, but when you just go to it and you just slap it together, it's not fun. This is like a role playing game that sports and strategy have fun. So much happens between the games in your league yeah. that you should be thinking about or could justify, oh, this guy got in a bar fight. He <laughs> he didn't really get hurt by your team, Steve. Mm-hmm. It was after the game he was celebrating on the goalpost or whatever. Sure, he got something. the
0: MVP and died, but he got the MVP, went out celebrating, and got <laughs> killed because he was bragging that he was MVP. Or or whatever,
1: yeah. you know, or his family paid him off, or it was a tribute. But there's so many things that you can add to fluff. I know this was supposed to be team breakdown, but we've got to preach a little bit of fluff. Well,
0: I think it comes I, into question because a lot of people were complaining about the fluff as to why they hated this team. And that should never
1: happen. I agree. I, I totally agree. I, I have never played for... Uh, corn
0: just... has been in Blood Bowl before. If you look back at the old illustrations, there is a giant god sitting in the stands. Whether <laughs> or not it's corn, can't say.
1: But he's eating popcorn. He's he, eating pop- He sold out.
0: Corn. So corn at least <laughs> sold out at some point and made popcorn.
1: Look, I, I don't really... It's goofy. It's fun. Like I said, I've never played the Warhammer army game. Mm-hmm. I've never played 40K. So I don't go into that. I have played the Warhammer role-playing game. And, you know, this is an offshoot in a yeah. comical universe where people are born with names like, you know, Toad Whipsnap. And he <laughs> happens to be a thrower that looks like a frog or whatever. This is how this world works. And you can add so much to it. I can justify this team... I can ignore the names. Yeah. That it's corn because I don't really like that name. I wish this was called Chaos Humans or whatever. Sure. I that. But I can justify this into this old chaotic human team that I want to run.
0: I'm. This kind of makes me want to buy that new. Is it Gaspez Arts that did that new corn or the new uh, noise team? Yes. Real fancy looking one. Exactly what I want to buy too. That for this. could work great for this team. Right. But
1: so that's our breakdown.
0: If you like it. If you don't, let us know.
1: Doesn't really matter because you've listened this far. <laughs> no, we no, hope you liked true. it. This is our first time we've ever broke down. You know, so uh, we did if, our
0: best to make Drew and Chance proud.
1: And if you are interested in random skills and working for your league and the pros and cons of that, you can head over to both down and uh, or iTunes and download some old episodes and catch up on that.
0: Yeah, and if you have any comments about it, shoot us an email: bothdownpodcast at gmail dot com. Other than that we're gonna close this up and come back with segment
1: number two all right we're back and we are going to answer some fan questions and first off, this is from uh, Anthony Langley. this came through us through via Facebook. What's our Facebook? Our Facebook is
0: facebook.com slash both down imagine that that's really clever it is. And I tend to post pretty good things on there. That's cool. I, I need Sometimes. to get a Facebook account. Yeah, <laughs> I don't see that ever happening. Scott does not have a Facebook account. Scott will never get a Facebook account.
1: I, I'm scared if I get one, I will fight more with my wife. Than you normal. will divorce your wife, sir. I'm I sure. follow her. You will divorce her. <laughs> All right. Well, let, I would. Let's talk about blood bowl and not divorce. <laughs> uh anthony langley on facebook uh, asked us the question if you could change one thing about blood bowl what would it be steve i'm gonna let you answer first
0: well i've heard this question asked before on this podcast
1: oh so this is a joke no it was a serious question yeah it's a question i know but maybe he i doubt he knew that we were taking over did you tell him we're in iowa i didn't
0: tell anybody we're here oh that's good although they might have inferred it from the road trip at the end of last episode however he should have edited that too bad (laughs) <laughs> uh, if I could change one thing, I'm going to say the wizard. I like the wizard, but I don't like the lightning bolt aspect of it because for 150, when you get inducements, why would you not take that?
1: I know I had to, in our last league or a couple leagues ago, I had to force my, I told myself I would never take a wizard. Yeah. Even when I had the opportunity. And I really thought that was going to come back and haunt me when I played in the championship game.
0: And it sucks because I hate almost having to because it's just so good. If you're playing against a speed team or a team that has one really good player or anything like that, you're going to take a lightning bolt. And if that guy breaks away or if he's in a position that he's holding the ball that you need to get it out of his hands, you're going to zap him. And on anything but a one, it's going to work.
1: Do you hear that? That's Silence. a bunch of people moaning saying, oh, yeah, well, I rolled a one with my wow. wizard.
0: Um, let's see. In all the time that I've done it, I think I've rolled a
1: one maybe twice. It's been two times for me, and we have played seven li- seasons of our league. I'm, I'm sure I'm I've induced a wizard 20 or 30 times. And, I've, and I'm including maybe fumble games. Maybe not that much. Even in fumble games, it's happened to me twice where I've missed.
0: Yeah. So generally, you're going to do it. And when you do... You're probably going to knock the guy down and hurt him.
1: This would be a good time to, I was doing some stats today for our league. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you remember, but um, you induced a wizard last game and you never used him. We played the long pigs oh, versus the wolf pack, Wolfpack wolf pack versus the sterling long pigs. Oh. And I was doing stats today. And I told my coworker who's also in our blood bowl league, Brock, I was like, Oh my, I don't know when I, I should break this so to Steve.
0: Pissed. I've been doing so bad in the local league. I haven't won a game. I haven't even come close to winning. <laughs> now, get you, I won last season. I completely understand that. I had a great season. Campbell Claymore's came in. They dominated. No problem. I can't do anything this season. Both teams. It's just, it doesn't even feel like I'm losing. It feels like I'm getting stomped on by Nuffle. Well,
1: what? So, did... You got to help me out on the fluff side of this. Did the uh, team hire the wizard and just kind of keep him over there?
0: <laughs> I think my team was probably too stupid to realize that he was there. They have a new coach. Oh, that so. that
1: explains it. That's right. You yeah. uh, you officially fired your coach. No, I, the week I have, before.
0: I have a vampire team with no vampires. They're all thralls. They're all named after food products. So Graham Stoker, who was the coach, he decided that my team's so bad. He's just going to leave. So he ran off to save his own neck while he could. Literally save his own neck. And so, oh crap, what's
1: that? Chuckin Noodle Soup. Yeah, Chuckin Noodle But you have it spelled in soup. such a way that's, yeah, there
0: you go. Yeah, Chuckin Noodle Soup is my new coach. He used to be the apothecary. So it was probably the previous coach that paid off the wizard, and then the new coach didn't even realize he was there. <laughs> About somebody's dad or something. Just some old guy
1: sitting on the bench. It's like, I don't know what he's doing here, but whatever. Yes, yeah, so we know in our in the reality of it we are the coach, but in our leagues we love to name a head coach and make it feel more like a, a real football league. So
0: And then kill them. Uh, that's happened needy. before,
1: yeah. That's happened in our fluff. So uh
0: <laughs> But yes, back to the wizard. I if we just keep it at hundred and fifty and make it where you can only use fireballs, I would be so much happier. Because I'm not gonna take it. As much?
1: What if it was still hundred and fifty? You could do the lightning bolt or the fireball, but the lightning bolt had the same scatter effect as the fireball did. I wouldn't take it at all. I don't think many people no. would. So what if it was hundred thousand? Or did you already answer this? If it was hundred thousand and, and you only and you only got the the fireball. You take oh it? yeah.
0: I would take that a lot more. Okay. Either 100 or 150 and only fireball option is where I want to see the wizard. Because other than that, you have the lightning bolt. It's just too cheesy to take it, and sometimes you have to. There have been times when I'll be going up against a team, and I'm giving them inducements. But since I have so much money, I'll get a wizard anyways.
1: (laughs) And offset their wizard.
0: Yeah. And generally, you know, if it's a Skaven team or something like that, or one of our friends Spence's human team with his, God, what was it, eight movement?
1: No. He has a nine movement catcher. Nine movement
0: catcher that had sprint. Yeah. And sure feet. So if that guy got open, he got zapped. And he <laughs>
1: yeah. had block dodge, so I kind of just wanted to zap him anyways. What if they put the role of the frog back in? Back in earlier editions, you could actually turn characters <laughs> into a frog. Yeah.
0: Um, still a card that can do that.
1: It, yeah, that's what they've done. I
0: like it, but it feels bad. To turn him into a frog and then kill him. <laughs> Doesn't
1: feel bad at all, man. It does. Because they're just so crunchy at that point. Back in 2nd edition, you could actually give players spells. Yeah. And then they had they were random. And, of course, there were some crazy. Sure. There was one called Deathbringer, and he just randomized it. And if you ca- cast it, it would just... Death would come up, point to <laughs> a guy, and kill him. Boom. Dead.
0: Yeah, 2nd edition, there's a lot more dying in those. <laughs> there's a lot of death. So... That's mine, change the wizard. You, what would you change?
1: Um it's gonna sound corny, but I'm going right back to second edition.
0: It's a lot of that this episode.
1: Well it's it's just what I've grown grown up on and I feel I would like to see goblin teams and halflings actually get like a lineman position. And it doesn't have to So give them a positional that's what like a little bit stronger or I guess I should, yes, I should say it should be a more hefty position. So if you want to call it a goblin blitzer, a a halfling blitzer, whatever, I would like to see, number one, I'd like to see halflings have seven armor, just like the goblin counterparts. Yeah. I would like to see them have like a zero to four positional or even a zero to two positional of a goblin, maybe with three strength, a halfling with three strength. But no right stuff. You could take the stunty away, maybe they're heavier, or you could, you know... Would you
0: keep them having the right stuff, though, where they can be thrown?
1: You That could be optional. I, I would not mind if you took that away, making them like chubby goblins or yeah. t- so strong or abnormally taller. Maybe you or don't like even... G- or maybe you don't even give them the extra strength, but maybe they just come with a built-in wrestle, and maybe, I know it sounds ridiculous, but an armor value of... You know, if everybody else has seven, these guys have eight. I don't want it to be a lot of characters. Four max, two would be fine. I just want that feel of there's a little bit stronger type guys.
0: And a little bit more variety. Yes. Although goblins don't need variety. They have a lot of variety.
1: They have a lot of the weapons and stuff, so you can kind of look past that. But but halflings are kind of SOL on that. And They have two tree men, which are nice. And, and I hate snotlings for ogres. And I know at one point ogres had goblins. And I know that didn't feel right, but... Snotlings are so bad, but the ogres are so good. Yeah, and it's probably my just hate for... (laughs) This sounds ridiculous. It's probably my hate for I want to use goblin miniatures on my ogre team, but in my mind, it's like, well, if there's snotlings, i got to go buy some snotling figures.
0: Well, realistically, though, the figures that you get from GW, one of them has a goblin that he's throwing, right? Yeah.
1: It's not a snotling. I know. So you're not wrong in that presumption. I, I know. So th- that's just my thoughts. That's not a big ass If I had to like change like an actual rule and not add to like a team or something, yeah, I would definitely change. Um, I think diving catch is now too powerful. Yeah, I, I like how bad. it. You know, if it was a square way, the guy could like reach his arms out and grab it. But I don't like the extra plus one. You know, even if it's an accurate pass, yeah, you get the plus one, and then if you drop it, you have catch already too, so you get to re roll that. I just I'm not a fan of that. I can but that's your... just me. It came in really good when I won Bugman's Bowl though. I know you took advantage of that. Yeah, Maybe I did. Maybe that's why I don't like it. It but could be. No, that was when we went from Living Rule Book five to Living Rule Book Six. hmm. Out of a all those changes and stuff, I was really not happy with that. Oh, if we're, we're
0: going to change those rules. Um, shadowing and Close. tentacles, yes. I still can't tell you how those work. I can tell you how the old ones work. I can't tell you how these. The new
1: rules are confusing. And I definitely take decay off of the, the kemri Tomb Guardians. Blah, blah, blah. Dude, those guys get crushed.
0: They do. But so. they're not that expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure Sure. Anyways. Camry did get the short end of the stick on that. Yeah.
1: And, you know, if we're just going to throw things out there to this question, wouldn't it be fun to have a, like a zero to one positional on the lizardman team? This would make them too powerful. I, <laughs> okay. But, like, he was like a little tiny lizard that could barely, basically like a snotling type stats, but yeah. you could throw him actually with the croxagore Because you I, don't have that option with him. So it's just it's just a thought.
0: Yeah. Um... I cannot say on a family podcast what your Croxagore's name turned into.
1: Yeah, he was uh, Ragnarok's. Yeah, and then after he did so poorly for you... It, it's pron- I'm not even going to say it's pronunciation, because it's C-H-I-T-E. Croxo that. Uh-huh. Crox of C-H-I-T-E.
0: Yeah. So, you really want him throwing someone... Not, not my CroxyCore, man. Okay. That guy's
1: horrible. That's the worst. I know everybody loves the CroxyCore, but that guy's the worst.
0: Just on your team. Exactly. Um, so that's for Anthony. We have completed that question trifold, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think we've... What three, four,
1: five things would you want to change? People are going, just answer the question and move on. <laughs> All right, and then we had another question that uh, came in from uh, Will Kudowski. I hope I pronounced your last name right. Uh, also from Facebook. Uh he had a couple of questions, but we're just gonna answer this one he said uh if you can have t- if you can do a top five things to know before attending a tournament you know or maybe tournament player tips and tricks, et cetera so this is what
0: the rest of the segment's gonna be about
1: because it's important so, not go ahead oh okay, well, no, I was no, gonna no. say that you know before we uh pod you know got on here to talk, we kind of jotted down some notes, so i'll just you may just cover these one through five, sure,
0: yeah. We made some notes, kind of hashed it out, and I'm sure we'll deviate from that a little bit, <laughs> yeah. but
1: go ahead. Uh, the first one, if you're going to a tournament, uh, and even it, really if you have a league, it's a little bit harder with a league maybe, and you know the guys better in your league, but roster, make it very clear. Make it clear what skills you've taken, what, you know, what you've added to your team, and make sure your miniatures are clearly marked. Yeah. If you have four Black Orcs on your team, make sure they're... At least similar models, or maybe you do the striping of the base, you know, like all the red guys are blitzers, all, sure. the, all the brown guys are throwers, all the dark green are, you know, black. Or the black numbers
0: guys. are on the base, or the skills are on the base, or something to where it's easily identifiable. Right. There's nothing worse than playing a team and you're looking at the models going, okay, this guy just told me what he has, and I have the roster. I don't know who's who. I can't tell by numbers. I can't tell what model's which.
1: But let's go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I have ran into this before with like an undead team, you know, like, well, the skeletons with the bones are this, and the skeletons without the bones are this, and the skeletons with this in their hands are yeah. this. And it, it was very overwhelming to me. It was at my first tournament, but it was very overwhelming to me because they all were like skeletons. Nobody was a mummy. Nobody was a, a, a outright yeah. zombie or skeleton.
0: And I kind of had the same experience this year because I took a human team. And to me, they're completely 100% identifiable. Each position, the positionals are different. They're GW models. I didn't think anything These about it. These are the it. guys
1: with all the spikes, the the latest human right. edition. Of 16 so characters.
0: they all, to me, look very different. But, you know, other people may never have seen those models. So they may not know that the blitzers are moving forward and it looks like they're hitting somebody. Or the linemen don't have as much armor. Or the catchers have their hands up, you know. Little things that you take for granted, other people
1: have problems seeing. So you're saying you, you went and had the opposite approach. you had people tell you that they couldn't identify them? Right. Because I
0: thought I was completely identifiable because they were regular figures. They were the correct positionals. They were numbered. But even then, some people can get a little confused. Right. It's not, you know, at that at that point, I did as much as I could. I didn't have any rings. He had some rings, so... If he's confused and he wants to put some ring into my
1: characters, I have no problems with that. Right. I'm. You know, it sounds ridiculous. I'm probably going to use them, but I'm not a real fan of the rings. And this is stupid because it's the visual. <laughs> yeah. When I'm seeing the visual of these guys fighting and playing Blood Bowl on the field, when I see those rings, I just think it looks silly. Yeah, it draws me out. But you need them. And at times, you know, they're very helpful when I was playing people. I was like, oh, okay, what does the pink ring guys have? Yeah, They have this or that. And I'm a big fan of naming your players because if I beat you or lose to you, I want to tell people that I got beat or I won against a really cool team and, mm-hmm. or I killed a really cool player named, you know, Sven, uh, Samson, his strongest guy killed him. I couldn't <laughs> believe it, you know? So that's one thing. So, uh, number two, know the rules. And, uh, by this, as we mean- well as you can, we we do a blood bowl podcast both down. There's times we have to go check the rule book. I a mean, a lot of
0: times. I mean, throwing the ball in from the sidelines or after a scattered pass does it bounce? I think I know, but every time it comes up, I always have to check.
1: Well, and you memorized the kickoff table, and I played yeah. this game since second edition. And I still don't have the kickoff table memorized. So I had to get my little book out and consult it. And then unlike injuries, any of the – you know, in the 50s where it's a Mm -hmm. niggling injury or a a stat decrease, even though I know them in my head and I could write them out, at the time I always second guess, well, that might not be right, and I want to give the right information to my opponent. Um, And don't be afraid to ask questions. If you're at a tournament and you disagree with somebody, just say, hey, you know, I just – Make it make it upon yourself. Even I just want to you, get some
0: clarification.
1: Yeah, even if you know you're a hundred percent right, and your other guys kind of arguing with you, just say, "Hey, can, you mind if we ask a guy?" You know, because I I think it's this way, but I could be wrong. And I've had many people approach me at tournaments, like, "No, I'm dead right," and then they've been mm-hmm. wrong. And instead, of, and I've been one hundred percent right, or almost one hundred percent right. But I've approached it as, "Can we just ask?" You know, because I think I read it, it was this way. And for
0: clarity's sake, before you do that, know that whatever the tournament organizer tells you is correct. Yeah. Even if he's wrong. You're totally right on this. Accept it and move on. You called him over and he said it's not the way you play. You can point it out later or if you're able to, you know, make your argument then and point it out, that's great. But if he tells you, you have to abide by it. It doesn't do you any good to get upset and be like, I can't believe that he would do that, you know. They're not there to harm anybody. They're doing the best they can. If they get it wrong, it's wrong. But for right then, that's how the
1: game plays. And, and look at it this way. You might learn something by playing the game, and you might teach something. Yeah. I played uh, our buddy Arthur Inkpen from England. I played him the last round at Chaos Cup. He's played his Underworld team before. It's, I guess, never came up, or he got caught in the moment. It's an honest mistake because I've done the same thing before on yeah. Fumble and in real life. He had an Underworld team. He... At one point, he passed the ball to a goblin. The goblin caught it, and then he wanted to throw the goblin with the oh, troll. Oh, yeah. Well, you really can't do that because it's two pass actions. Exactly. And, you know, I pleasantly said, I'm pretty sure you can't do that, but we can look this up and everything. And then, you know, people around our area said, oh, no, it's two pass actions. And, you know, hey, he he learned something, and yeah. we moved on. And it was no hard feelings or nothing either way. So it can happen to – and he's played a lot of tournaments, so it can happen to anybody.
0: And also, if you're being nice and not calling someone out on a mistake just because you're beating them like 4 nothing or something, don't be that guy. If they're playing wrong, tell them how to correctly play. They could be pissed off at you completely, but if they're doing something wrong, point it out to them when you can so that they can correct that for future.
1: Yeah, Steve's right about this. Um, and I've found myself feeling bad for somebody, so I just let it be. Don't do that because all you do is set yourself up to like. Well, that guy goes to the next round. And he and can play like, one of your buddies or something else.
0: Yeah. The last guy I played, you know, he hosts a podcast. He knows what he's talking
1: about. Exactly. So, so if he didn't have a problem with it, why would you, random stranger? Exactly. So don't don't feel sorry for somebody. Just play by the rules and just don't be a jerk about it. Right. Um, that's actually number three. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> have fun. That's what we're there for. Nobody goes to a tournament hoping to have a bad time. Yeah, this is not Magic the Gathering. You don't play right. for money. Uh, you're not... Some people are. There are some good prizes some, out there. There's some decent prizes. There's min-maxing, and everybody enjoys winning. Blood Bowl's a lot fun, more fun when you're winning. Oh,
0: yeah. I love the game, but after four
1: rounds of losing, it's still frustrating. Yeah, you go into that next game, and it's still fun. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> it, should yeah. have, it should be. Um, that's why, you know, go back to... Put into it everything you got. Name your guys. Name your team. Take right. some pride and care about them. If you get that by painting your own team, even if you're not as good as paying somebody, do that. I know some people take yeah. a lot of pride in that. Have fun. This is just a game that, let's face it, the company that makes it doesn't care as much about it as you do. Not at all. And these guys are, you grow your community. If there's 10 guys at your tournament, be nice to those 10 guys. Yeah. So, and you know, they tell people and it grows. And that's what tournaments are for. You
0: know, we've played in our own league for, I guess, four years before we went to chaos cup, Mm -hmm. you know, we went to chaos cup this year. And then last year, last year was our first tournament. So we had all these questions in our mind too. You know, what do we expect from a tournament? Are there people out there who are jerks? Are they going to be mean? You know, will they not like us? Will they think we, we smell funny or whatever? From what I've seen, everyone has been pretty cool. And that's what they're there for.
1: They're there to have fun and grow the community. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's always that, that gamer guy that is uh, a little different and an oddball. But by and yeah, large...
0: Games it, do bring out people <laughs> who are socially awkward, and they're probably just shy and
1: not being stuck up. I played Magic the Gathering in the past. I played Hero <laughs> yeah. Flakes in the past. I played Blood Bullet tournaments. This has a lot less jerks. And uh, people play this game because they love the game, not because they're trying to win some packs and then get on eBay and resell this or make some money or, you know, whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. And overall, the community is really good. Exactly. Uh, Number four, be mindful of uh, other people's stuff. And your own stuff. And your own stuff. Don't make a mess.
0: When you go to a tournament, let's just take this Chaos Cup, for example. 80 people. That's a lot of people. Every single person there has a team. They probably have a bag. They probably have a board. They have t-shirts. They have drinks. They have everything.
1: Miniatures, whatever.
0: Yeah. Dice. Keep your stuff in a very small area so that it's not scattered around to four corners of the room. And then, you know, if you're playing someone and their models are really nicely painted, you know, you might be a little bit more careful with theirs
1: than your own. And in a general way, I always watch the other guy. If I knock his guy down, i usually do the motion of, I'll push him here, and I'll pause a second Mm -hmm. to see if he grabs his own miniature. Yeah. And a lot of times you find out most guys don't care if you grab their miniature and be gentle with it. Some guys are really nitpicky. They don't want their models touched. So just let them set their models down. Yeah. Be real nice about it and move on. Um, I've had this... Happen once in two Chaos Cups. Uh, Most of the time, I'm really casual about sharing dice and stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, if some people don't want you to touch their dice, so be it. You know, not a big deal.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, it seems like a weird thing to put on a list of five most important things. But, really, when you kit a lot of people around you and you have to find your stuff... It's so much better if it's all in one place, and you don't have to worry about someone walking off with it, although I don't know that it ever happens. It could, but I've never heard of it happening at a Blood Bowl tournament.
1: No, I haven't either, but I'm sure it has happened.
0: Or, more likely, you're going to lose it, because someone's going to move it, someone else is going to move it, and then you don't know where it is, or it falls, or you've knocked over your dice container, and all your dice go scattering somewhere.
1: And you can't put a price tag on time. And by that, I mean... These are somebody's miniatures. Yeah. I'm not a very good painter, but it took me forever to paint my team for Chaos Cup this year. The last thing I want somebody to do is to grab my miniature and accidentally drop it and throw it down. Yeah. I want them to be gentle and take care of it because I care about it, (laughs) even though it's not a great paint job. Sure. You know, I care about it. So just be respectful. It's not that hard. (laughs) Right. And, And really, another thing is watch where your dice go. Oh yeah, because dice can chip figures. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. some people uh, you know, spray down their figures to give them a, a coat to, you know, keep them from chipping or whatever. Some we have a guy in our league that does it very lightly. I'm a pretty heavy sprayer. It oh, just a yeah. Some guys might not even ever do that. So be mindful of where you roll these dice and how you sling those dice around.
0: Yeah, because you don't want it hitting other characters, and you don't know where they go and you know, is my is my trend marker on 5 or is on 6? Yeah. A lot of hassle.
1: And put your drinks on the floor. Even if you're going to spill them like that's I did true. in the second round, put your drink on the floor. Because if I would have spilt it on my table, that's somebody else's uh, custom board, that would have got ruined. Yeah. So. All right. Number five. Uh, be open-minded about stuff. and like. So if someone wants, comes up to you using and is dice. like,
0: hey, would you like to experience something new sexually? <laughs> and then you go, sure. Scott told me to be open-minded.
1: No, that's... If you want to be open-minded about that, that's fine. But oh. what what I mean by this oh, okay. is is uh, a lot of tournaments you you sit down and across from the guy and in our home league, what happens if one of the dice rolls off the table? We kick them in the face. No. We re-roll both dice. Yes. We come from HeroClix and in HeroClix that's what you did. We don't care if you rolled a uh if you rolled two block dice and one of them's a explosion sitting on the table. It You did knock that guy over because you don't just re-roll the one dice. You re- scoop them up, re-roll right. both. We play where if any dice are cocked, we re-roll both dice. It's mm-hmm. that simple. Even a slightly cocked dice. We, flat is flat.
0: And it's and, even to everybody, so we accept it and we go on.
1: Right. Everybody's different. People come from leagues where I heard, I play Vegas rules. And I said, what is that? I've never been to Vegas. And if it's cocked. It's cocked. And you just, as long as you know which face is really going up, Mm -hmm. you know, keep it. If some dice fall on the floor, you just re roll those. I've seen people say you take whatever fell off the table and how it lays. So you both have to scamper around and look for the dice. It's not as fast. No. But don't come into the tournament nitpicky. I wouldn't. Some people are.
0: And things will happen. You know, you'll think you have two dice on a guy. You'll roll the dice, and you'll knock him down. And then you go, oh, wait, I only had one. And then, you know, you can either be like, well, I should just reroll roll both, or, you know, we'll just take the lesser of the two results because they're both pals, it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, I mean... No,
0: don't be that guy. Let, you know, if you made a mistake, then you automatically should defer to the other person to make the decision.
1: Yeah, and I'm a big... I think. Uh, ...proponent of, like, you know, maybe you don't see an extra... Uh, assist or something so you start to pick up those dice and go okay and then they'll go two that's sorry that's that's only one dice not two and then you know as long as the dice aren't rolled i don't care if they say well uh, i'm gonna take a step back i'm not gonna throw that block yet i'll move this guy over now if he quickly threw the dice Mm -hmm. we're stuck with it but until that happens you know
0: or some people will pick up a ball and then throw it without saying it's pass action up to you how you want to call that you know we usually let it go because we know what you're going to do.
1: Yeah. I, I've tried to get in better habits because I've sat next to people at Chaos Cup that did not allow it to happen because yeah. they didn't call it. And they are right. Sure. They are right. So I've tried to get in a better habit of it. Yeah, but I, a def- lot of times, I do it at
0: tournaments, but
1: I don't, I don't hold people to it. A lot right. of times what I do is if I see somebody doing that and I'll say, is this just a move action or is this pass action? Oh yeah, that's a pass action. And you know, and their intent was to throw it. So right. then at that point they say, Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm sorry, this is supposed to be a pass action. Sure. Go, oh, okay, no problem. I don't wait till he picks it up and then decides. I yeah, you
0: know Oh, I caught you. And you, you picked up the ball and tried to throw it and you can't because you didn't declare it. Ha ha.
1: And you know, like I said on the dice thing, if if another guy plays by Vegas rules, just let it be it's a dice. Yeah. Let it be. and just a game. Don't be stuck in your way is, so, what I guess, kind of what I'm getting at. Which so. brings
0: us right back to the first one. Just have fun. Yes. That's not the first one, but still. Yeah, it's the most important thing. You're there to have fun.
1: Yeah. Don't I mean, be too up your own butt about certain <laughs> things. It is fun to win a tournament or even get close. Uh, we've both been there at, yeah. at Bugman's Bowl. So we, we understand, and we've been on the other side at Chaos Cup, you know, <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the range, and this year we both were kind of at the back of the pack, so... But you're there to play Blood Bowl. It's awesome. The and fact that you have tournaments around your area be is, thankful. is awesome because we are from Oklahoma and we run our tournaments because we want tournaments there. Yeah. Otherwise, they're not around.
0: Yeah, we're running Wing coming up November 3rd, and a lot of people are coming back because they had so much fun the first time. You oh, know, yeah. It's just one of those things. You don't know how a tournament is until you go. And then once you go, you're going to enjoy yourself. I don't know anyone who goes to a tournament. We had one of our friends who swore up and down. He's like, eh, look, I just don't like new people. I don't want to play with new people. I just like playing with you guys. It's not that big of a deal. And we're like, dude, just come out to the tournament. You're going to have fun.
1: Yeah, we made him since it was our first tournament.
0: Yeah. We wanted to make sure we got enough people. We had like 23 people, so it was good. But at the end of it, he was so thankful. He's like, thank you guys for forcing me to do this because it was a lot more fun than I thought. You get to meet new people. You get to hang out. You spend a whole day goofing off and having fun.
1: I, I totally agree with you. And so that's uh, tournaments. So uh, <laughs> wait wait a second. Let's go back. If they wanted to play in Nuffelween, let's say you're listening in Texas or in Oklahoma or Kansas or Arkansas or Missouri, New Mexico. There's all the surrounding states of Oklahoma. Or maybe you're in Mexico or Spain and you want to fly into Oklahoma. You're more than welcome to. This November is Nuffelween. November 3rd, it's like Halloween-ish. Right, it's Halloween themed just with Nuffle. With the old world, that's right. And you can uh, find all the uh, rules pack and how to sign up at com, and just click on the Nuffleween link. Yep. So does that wrap this up, Steve? Any more advice?
0: I can't really think of anything in particular. If you have any questions, certainly let us know. Let 3 Block know. Let Slortcast
1: know. Let anyone know. We're more than happy to answer your questions. Oh, I got one. Oh, God. I know, what the segment that never ends. After you participate in a tournament, if there's anything you liked, if there's anything you did not like, pleasantly write an email or convey that message to the tournament organizer. That's a good idea. You cannot improve a tournament without feedback. You cannot know what was good without feedback. Yeah. If you went to Chaos Cup solely to get the Chaos All-Star miniature, let those people know because so they'll know next year like okay we had 20 people that said they came just to get this exclusive miniature we need to keep trying to get this sponsor or or whatever it is you have to let people know that's the only way people learn and if you had fun let other people know you did so that you can draw them out next time that's right we did that this year yep we're going to do it next year again all right that's the last thing i had to say so uh we'll come back with our final segment all right we're back and uh in this segment we're going to cover our local league what we like to call our home league this is for the Dragonfire blood bowl league it's been going now we are in its seventh season and um we've been doing this for what four or five years now steve i think it's closer to five seven i'm guessing well seven seasons five physical years as humans but in the old world uh, this has been around for seven seasons sure yeah um We've a adapt- what what this is is what we're going to be covering today is the Alcorn tournament,
0: which has no relation to Corn the Demon. It's just the owner of the Wizard Asylum, where this is supposed to be played. Last name's Alcorn, so we just kind of fluffed it up.
1: That's right. Yeah, it's spelled a little different, but it has no relation to. It's the spelled God Egyptian. Yeah, <clears throat> or so, at least we tried. Uh, this is a tournament that is for new teams, or let's say you're a guy that. You know, I want to play dwarves, but I'm not sure if I want to take them in the league. Right. This this tournament is designed to give every team a couple of games before they take them into the league. So this is a pre-league tournament. Right.
0: And before
1: this tournament,
0: each new team gets to play one preseason game against either halflings or goblins.
1: Yeah, so it's a straight-up game with halfling or goblins. So they've
0: already got one game in, and then they go to... The Alcorn
1: Tournament. Yeah, this traditionally gives them a couple of skills from the Halfling Goblin game, and then this tournament, you guarantee get two games. If you lose the first round, you still get to play it in like the losers bracket for one yeah. more round. It gives you some extra money. It allows people to buy that extra re-roll, the Apothecary, a player, get some needed. skills. But then when these teams advance to our league, there's not such a big wide increase between inducements, right? So
0: plus it's fun. We made it Egyptian themed, so all games are played inside a pyramid. That's
1: right. It's, uh,
0: it's got a like, special kickoff table. and
1: It's not Dungeon Bully, but it is kind of because we have walls and, you know, pit traps, sort of. Yeah, it, there's a different kickoff table with variant stuff. We've talked about this on both Down. The rules are over there if you find the episode where we talk about it. And, um, you know, all the rules are there to download. So, uh, you ready to get into some scores? Sure. All Let's right. do a breakdown. Let's go into round one. This is the opening round. These are all brand new, fresh teams. They've only just played the Halflings or Goblins. So uh, I'm going to talk about first the uh, Oklahoma Ginger Badgers. You might he, recognize it. He's that. coached by? Uh, he's coached by Vorbag Beast Lover, or myself. I meant to you. Okay. I play this team. Uh, this is one of those unique teams that the, uh, the coach in the fluff of it is also a blitzer. So he's kind of like in that Bull Durham type role of, I, I think of Bull Durham what? The movie. I know it's not really Bull Durham, but you know how that the catcher was more like a coach and coaches. Oh, okay, those guys. yeah. So player coach type role. Okay, I'm, I'm okay. sorry. I know, I think of Bull Durham every time I talk about my Oklahoma Ginger Badgers. Um, Oklahoma Ginger Badgers played the War Acres Betas, which is a ogre team. And uh, the Ginger Badgers dominated this game very easily. 4 nothing. I kind of lucked out. I played a, a new guy in our league who's brand yeah, new to Blood Bowl.
0: Let's see. Um, you run the league. Uh-huh. You've played the longest. Uh-huh. You've won two times championship. That's correct. You're playing Orcs, which is one of the stronger teams. Uh-huh. And somehow, randomly, you got teamed up against the new guy that's playing Ogres.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I cheated. Oh, yeah. I cheated. I believe it. Anyways, the Hork-Lohman Ginger Badgers win 4-0. Uh, maybe a standout stat would be a Vorbeck Beast Lover had two touchdowns. He was the uh, star captain and blitzer for the Ginger Badgers, and Azuk Iron Lungs also scored two touchdowns in that game. It was uh, pretty well-dominated, and they took an injury from the from the Ogres, but that was about it. So Poor Ogres. What game are you covering, Steve?
0: God. Well, since you went first and did your team, might as well talk about my team, the Black Phoenix Ravagers. Dark Elves. Dark Elf team. They're based on the idea that they're floating around on a Black
1: Ark, I guess they're called. Uh-huh.
0: And they go to different ports and challenge people, and if they beat them, then they get take slaves. And-,
1: and you're using the Impact Ministers, aren't you, of the uh, Black Widows? Is that correct? The little... In no, the they're not, not Impact, kind of are they? I don't know for sure. Shadowforge. the Shadow Forge. Okay, well, you bought... But your, you can buy them through Impact. I'm sorry, you can buy them through Impact.
0: Proud sponsor of this program, Impact Miniatures, at impactminiatures.com. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm using them, and it's a dark elf team. It's really hard to get those off the road. But I'm playing against one of our buddies, Sarge, who's playing a vampire team called the Hacken Slashers, and for his vampires, he has it themed on... 80s slasher movies. So it's got Leatherface and Jason and however and, they're actually named. Right,
1: yeah. He kind of did modified the, the real names or the actors' names and then used the nicknames like Fear Demon. And Fru- in the Freddy fluff, type Freddy
0: name. is eternal and Jason's eternal. So since Blood Bowl is a future, future, future version of Earth, they're still around. So since they live off fear, they decided to go to... Sylvania. I guess the stir- was it Sylvania?
1: I thought I thought that's what he said. Either
0: Sylvania or Sterland, one of the two. It's probably Sylvania, where the vampires feast and all the village people are afraid. So they've been going there. They're ravaging the towns. Bad choice of words, since my team's the Ravagers. But they've been destroying people, and the vampire lord's like, "Dude, stop killing our people. We need thralls. <sighs> we'll just take you on as a team. You can go play Blood Bowl, kill whoever you want." And instill fear that way.
1: What I like about this team is uh, all the thralls are females, and uh, yes, uh, Oklahoma Sarge. Because I know there's another Sarge out there that was at Chaos Cup. Our Sarge, he uh, he actually did buy the Roller Girls yeah. from Impact Miniatures, Managers dot com, and <laughs> painted those up. So it's it's really cool, and he customized all his vampires or slashers, right. and stuff. And this is you know,
0: it's a really fun team and. It's, it's really funny. The best thing about this game, I won 2 to nothing, which I was happy with. That's the last game I've won and probably will win with that damn team. But it was funny because Leatherface, he's going around, and due to him biting one of the thralls, it was, I think, Sally Hardesty? I can't remember which one. But he bit her, and she goes out. She's casualty And Sarge needed her. So he uses the apothecary because he's low on people. And he brings her back, and she comes back out on the field. And then he's already used his apothecary. And then later on, Leatherface falls and breaks his neck. (laughs) Well, he can't use an apothecary because he used it on Sally Hardesty. That gal is the gal from Texas Chainsaw Massacre who killed Leatherface. So it was her fault. And If I got the name wrong, I don't know the film by heart, he does, I don't. But it was because of her that she killed Leatherface.
1: In a roundabout way. Yes. But but you dominated the game too and I dominated. What's unique about Sarge's hack and slashes is he's going to and I mean this in in the nicest way possible. Foolishly, Take six <laughs> vampires at some point because he has all these guys kind of based off different kind of mean slasher yeah. horror movie type characters, and he's gonna just run them and have fun with that. And right. So is not one win for winning. <laughs> so just for having fun. All right, and uh, another first round matchup we had the Athalorn Tree Huggers, which is a Wood Elf team, obviously, uh, versus the Dark Elves from I think it's is it Carnon? Carand Karond. Car Killers, coached by our buddy Spence. Uh, the Tree Huggers have two war dancers, and we all know what two <laughs> war dancers can do. And early on, he got a strength plus one in his preseason game with one of the war dancers. So you have a four-strength um, four war dancer. Yeah, four-agility war dancer. That's Kenneth Loggins, and uh, he's scampered for two touchdowns, and he just dominated the game. So Dark Elves go down again in this game to the To the Wood Elves,
0: and then the final game was only eight teams that go into the tournament. The Dol Phenoms, which were necro, or undead. These were this was necro, necro, mm-hmm. and they beat the Scryer Sabragatos
1: four to one. It's pretty dominating to the uh, it the was, Sabragatos. It was uh, it was Skaven. Yeah, exactly. And they lost
0: four to one.
1: I know. I I thought that was backwards when I first saw it. No, no, no. He dominated the game. Uh, the Phenoms just dominated that game. So, um,
0: Alabaster Blackwood got MVP. Two touchdowns and one casualty.
1: Yeah, that guy. It's uh, pretty good. Yeah, dominated.
0: Um, and then, of course, Alan has to name his guys Raul Campadrito <laughs> Gonzalez Perez. He got MVP. And then Ricardo Como El Rio Canales got one TD. <laughs> Everybody Al- cares, right? Yeah, Alan gave every single guy on his team like four names just to annoy us when we
1: update the stats. Yeah, thanks, I appreciate that. <laughs> so going into round two, we have let's do the loser bracket first. All right, so we had the uh, Carnon Car Killers. Um, they beat they they uh, drew the uh, Ogre team, the War Acres Betas, and they uh, they dominated the Betas two to nothing. Simply put, they they killed some snotlings and just dominated the game,
0: which is generally what you do against ogres. <laughs> and then the other loser bracket, the Sabragatos beat the Hacken Slashers five to one.
1: Quite the rebound from getting beat five four to one. one. Yeah. So it was uh it was quite the game and. um. Uh, Eduardo Rapido Delgado Valdez. That guy had one completion and four touchdowns. Rapido, Rapido. Yeah, I guess he's pretty fast. He's probably a, a stupid gutter runner.
0: I think in the regular season, is he the same one that scored four touchdowns in the first game?
1: I believe you're correct. So that guy's uh, got quite the streak going for him. That's why the, we hate Scavens? Now let's go on to the winner's bracket. Both teams... The the teams that win these games will advance to the finals in the Alcorn tournament. Um, first, we'll go off uh, the uh, Athlorn Tree Huggers. Uh, he beat the uh, Delgorder, uh Phenoms four to three in overtime. I I heard this was one of those games where the Phenoms bashed and bashed and bashed, and the Tree Huggers were down to like I think six or seven guys. Yet the Tree Huggers. Pulled out this victory. Kenneth Loggins, the war dancer with four strength, got three touchdowns alone. And what's sad is, is for the phenom, he, uh, Alabaster Blackwood, once again, had a touchdown and three casualties, but it was all for naught because the, the tree huggers, I mean, this, this what else, man? The They're right ones can down. just, you get them down. That's why I hate playing against what else? Cause somebody always goes, well, you're just going to outbash me and stuff. No, you're always in it, even when, with Elves, a few guys. just any
0: elf team. I had a pro elf team down to three people on the field, and two of them were down, and they still scored on me. Yeah. They were surrounded by like eight people, but no, they just boom, 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 boom. You're poor Cody X. Yeah. Let's talk about this other game. This was an exciting game. I don't want to. Why? So, Oklahoma Ginger Badgers, you, versus me, the Black Phoenix Ravagers.
1: This game This is where all my luck changed for the whole season. I'm not gonna lie, I was I figured I was going to lose this game. Yeah. I don't I, know I figured why you would too. For real? <laughs> no, I just you thought I, I knew was it'd win? be
0: I knew it'd be a tough game. I have the agility, you've got the strength and the just tenacity. But I thought I could do something. Um. I uh, I don't know what I did to Nuffle, but he has forsaken me completely. <laughs> And this was the beginning of that forsakenness, because there was nothing I could do.
1: This game was really bad. You rolled really, really, really awful.
0: And it wasn't even like, you know, I sort of get halfway down your field and fall or not complete a catch.
1: No. I just couldn't do anything. It was one of those rare games where you wound up with the only stat of the MVP. Yeah. And... That is really rare, especially with dark elves. I mean, can't even complete a small. I couldn't even do a quick uh, pass, a quick pass, and stuff. Pick uh, up the ball, fail. Pick up the ball, fail. My team was just kind of just kind of all around bashed you and knocked you out. I mean, uh, my thrower, <laughs> why do- not at that point? My thrower Daka Dugans. He got two <laughs> touchdowns, but um, I, I ended up winning the game three to nothing and going on to the finals to face the Athaloran Tree Huggers.
0: I just want to point out one of you guys is named Vomit Face.
1: He's the blitzer with a messed up face. <laughs> because and he vomited I, on himself? It look, it's supposed to look like vomit. This is one of those times where if I was making the game up, he would have a special extraordinary skill of like hideous appearance.
0: Okay. Like, is this because you messed up painting him, or is it a bad model? <laughs> the bad
1: thing was is, is I was going to purposely jack up his face when I made him, but I was like in paint mode and just trying to complete them. And then after I was done, I was like, oh, crap. I didn't mess up his face. So he's like, he doesn't have a bad face, but anyways. But he thinks he does. He does think he does, but yes, that's Vomit Face. Don't look at me. I, I'm ugly. I'm hideous. All right, No, so, Vomit Face. You're beautiful. We all love you. No, I'm hideous. <laughs> I have vomit on my face. I, I'm an orc, not an animal. So uh, we
0: this brings us to the championship round of the Alcorn Cup. The Athol Loren Tree Huggers versus the Oklahoma Ginger Badgers. This
1: game was so frustrating.
0: Why would that be?
1: Well, number one, I lost two to one. The Treehuggers Huggers won two to one. This is one of those games where I dominated the game. Um, I played. You killed two of his guys. I killed two of his guys. I Simon injured. Birch and Eldrick Woods. <laughs> Eldrick Woods. Yeah, I was so happy to kill him. But let's look at the one stat that matters: touchdowns for him. Who are they by?
0: Um, it appears to be Kenneth Loggins again,
1: the four strength war dancer. Well, he just has to cut foot loose. <laughs> that guy, that guy's really dominant and
0: he has a um, highway to the danger zone.
1: I couldn't tell you how many times I- I've turned into drew. Yes, you have. <laughs> Your bad jokes are going to make everybody happy. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've, I tried to tackle this guy and got pushes or, you know, the, Exclamation mark explosion so he could dodge, you know. So I is this a push. case where you... And then I would re-roll it and get worse. Okay, so were you going after him even
0: when he didn't have the ball to the detriment of your team? Or did he always have the ball,
1: just you couldn't do anything? I was up one nothing at halftime. Yeah. Um, I really thought it was going to be one of those games where I kick off to him, he scores, and then I just drive out the rest of the half since sure. he's going to have guys down. It just didn't happen. You know, like he would leap into my cage or whatever. Yeah. Knock the ball out. of my- uh, You know, with the four strength guy, you can't do a whole lot. Uh, and, and in case you don't know and haven't listened to both of them, we do random skills where it's a pick six league. It's mm-hmm. you, you get a skill. If your only category is general, you write down six skills, you roll a six sided dice and whatever you get, you get. So stat increases are, are big time. In They're our very big because you get to take that. Um, you know, my team doesn't have a lot of guard or anything, because and both teams are still new and fresh. I just couldn't do anything about it. Also, in our league, we don't stall. We don't go to the we don't go to the right. goal line and cage up and it's just, just stay not there. Allowed. We just we never approach blood bowl that way. We've always thought of this game as a game in motion. Yeah, the teams and are so, trying
0: to win, so they wouldn't just beat up another team. So, I mean, that's part of it, but.
1: And that doesn't mean to say that a dwarf team that's caged on the three, you know, three squares away from the end zone can't make all its blocks first. And if it happens to roll double skulls, you just take that instead of wasting the
0: re-roll. Or if it's a skull and a pal and you decide to take the skull, that's entirely on you because there's a chance you die. We don't care on
1: that, but we never, if there's no other option left to do... And it's the guy doesn't have to go forward or dodge away. If he could just walk in the end zone, we walk in the end zone. That's just how we've always done. We have a gentleman's agreement to do that in seven seasons, not one person. I don't, I think there was maybe one game with somebody that no longer plays with us. That somebody sit on the goal line to right. actual stall, Yeah. and then they got that turned around from them, and then they never did that again. <laughs> then and they complained. I can't believe he did that. You just did it last <laughs> half, and so we just don't do that. So we are uniquely different in that. I totally understand stalling as a play style. Sure, we just don't do it. So I want to emphasize while why I just didn't cage up, and this game didn't go one to one into overtime. I was trying. So to you're just trying work. to find excuses for why you lost. No, no, no. He earned it. Yeah. But it was so frustrating because he had very few people left. Yeah, uh, if you know, if you know Brock, I played him down at Bugman's, and by me winning, beating him, I got second place. Um, he his big thing is is he can never beat me. Can, mm-hmm. I have, like, a mental edge on him. Well, no longer. This guy, right. you know, in the preseason game, he bragged about beating me, even though I was playing with some halflings, or, I mean, some goblins. And then that gave him confidence. And he's really good with elves. Let's not, yeah, he is. He's played elves twice in tournaments, and, you know, his top five finished both times. So, um, yeah, I just got beat. Orcs got beat by half uh, by wood elves. It was frustrating. Um, oh, well. So, we'll Alcorn move on.
0: Cups finished, and... Chris Pine got the MVP. And what is the MVP from the
1: Alcorn Cup kit? Uh, nothing. They don't. No, this is oh, not. Um, you're thinking of another tournament. I'm our thinking the NIT, tournament. They get a touch of gray. That's right, but if you'd like to know the NIT rules, you ah. can go to bothdown.com, download our episodes maybe on iTunes. That's and true. Also learn about the IT. No, this is the the special uniqueness of the alcorn tournament is just to get you some games under your belt win or lose you get a, yeah. you get two games and if you and, like
0: randomness go look at our kickoff table it's a lot of fun
1: oh it's so awesome there was in this game uh without you know if th- there's a kickoff table there's one thing where the pyramid starts to collapse and rumble right. we had quite a few rumblings <laughs> in, in this game that knocked down a lot of my guys so anybody
0: g- get injured from it um no, it's kind of like a pitch invasion, but imagine a pitch invasion, and then you roll again, and if you get a six, they're knocked out. Right. And I then had you roll again, I had some guys get knocked out. They get a out. six, then they're injured.
1: Yes, I had some guys get knocked out. That's that pretty was awesome. Very frustrating. So, but no, he earned it. So, um, well, congratulations to Brock, the twenty five fourteen Alcorn Cup champion, is the uh, Athlorn Tree Huggers, and that is us bringing you our local league. Yeah. So we know you liked it. and... You, you know you love the unique names and everything else. So, hey Scott, you hear that? I I do. Does that mean it's time for cheering, cheering fans? fans?
0: Okay, and I guess we might as well first start off by thanking Chance and Drew by them taking over our studios. They allowed us the opportunity to take over theirs.
1: Yeah, guys, you never leave your studio unmanned. I mean, okay, so it you had one man here, but we. Barely a man. We're burly men. We're ginger okay. badgers. We just took him down. Ginger
0: badger don't care.
1: Ginger badger don't care. We come in here and go, produce Craig, boom, 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 shock the boom. Boys from the South and fireman's carry and some other little things. and Boom, tied boom, boom, a laka laka Boom, boom, boom lock Is that what is that? Who sings that? Was not was. What's was Open not was? Open the door, get on the
0: floor. Everybody Everyone. walk the dinosaur.
1: Was not was. That sounds like uh, the new divisions for the uh, Three Dive Block League. Didn't they name their divisions like what this, and this and that? The, or and this. Yeah. Verb and nonverb or something? Something like that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Since we're here, we might as well just trash all that information.
1: Trash it? Yeah. We're going to change your divisions. We're going <laughs> to go, uh, we're going to give you the benefit of our divisions. And hmm. you're going to have the Thorpe division named after Jim Thorpe from uh, the fluff of the. Commissioners of the old league the and, Roselle Division and the Roselle division, so uh it's based off fluff, so that's your new divisions. Let's see, we could do the winnis Winitus instead of Unitus. oh, that's cool and uh, do they need another one because it was Nick Threehorn who uh he's the guy who scampered off with all the money and the collapse of the n a f oh sure, so yeah, the three horn division <laughs> very nice <laughs> there, I like I you some commissioners and a made up uh, quarterback thrower whatever. Anyways, uh, get any shout-outs there, Steve?
0: Outside of those two, uh, we should probably give a shout-out to David Seville. He's running the PowTown tournament on December 8th in Calgary, Alberta, which is in Canada, if you didn't know. And if you want more information about that tournament, it's at calgarygamers.net.
1: Nice. Um, and I, don't, ca- I don't
0: think he has any relation to any of the chipmunks. David Seville. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. He would probably be upset if we said that. Okay, so we're not going to say that. We should probably not say that. But, Should God, definitely yeah. not mention chipmunks and David Seville.
1: How fun would it be during the hustle and bustle of the holiday season on December eighth to go play <laughs> a blood bowl tournament? Because you've already like said, screw this. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go play blood bowl this weekend. That's I true. wish we had a tournament around our our area that we could play.
0: You mean like uh, Nuffleween or something.
1: Oh, that wow! I forgot November totally
0: third, Norman, Oklahoma, Nuffleween. For more information, go to bothdown dot com
1: slash nuffleween tournament. We just go to bothdown.com and click and <laughs> click. Yeah, it's right there on the on the front page, and yeah, that something like that, maybe like right before the holiday season. Yeah, go get you a blood bowl tournament in. But I do wish we had more tournaments in our area. We'll have more. We just have to build them ourselves. Yeah, grow the community, folks. Grow the community.
0: We'll guilt the Tulsa guys into doing one, and That's then right. we'll keep the Dallas guys to do one, and then. I'm looking at you, Texas. Bigger and bigger and bigger, Texas.
1: You should have more blood bowl tournaments. You're much bigger than we are that's right you're bigger and you claim you're better than oklahoma so let's get some more tournaments
0: last weekend would not
1: prove that out (laughs) 63 (laughs) to 21 wasn't that the right score i think so yeah but really let's
0: not get into that anyways (laughs) next person to shout out
1: uh this would be trevor torres uh he has a team that uh he puts a lot of effort into and creates fluff and blogs and everything called the young guzzlers who are the only sober dwarf team i like this this is a great idea
0: it is they don't drink so yeah. they're probably boring to hang out with but
1: a lot less dangerous <laughs> yeah they probably won't be too up yeah does that does that mean they don't come with like tackle or block or something? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not the case. I know I have tackle, but I just don't use it no I'm not just doing, nice I'm, I'm just nice we're really awesome. we're kind of like the the bright Crusaders of dwarves <laughs> um he's doing a project where uh kind of similar to you know we we played or I played extreme at the cast cup last year he handed out a poker chip with his you know, like, I played Extreme. So this year we kind of copied, in, in some ways. Did an homage. homage. That sounds better than copy. Right. Uh, we did the same thing at Cascap. Cup. You played us. We said, you know, thanks. And we handed you a poker chip with our little face on it, our icon, and then our team logo or badge on, on the other side. And so he's doing something very similar. He's printing out a program. Like
0: a program his- that you'd get when you go to the tournament. Right. Or to an actual football like a, like game or Like a football something. game yeah. and stuff
1: that they sell. And he's going to give those to opponents every time he plays. And this is a... It's sim- It's a great idea. This is not on Kickstarter, but it's a website similar. What is the website? Do you remember, I Steve? believe
0: it's called GoFundMe. But actually, the best way to find the information, go to com to their forums. And in those forums, go to General section. And he has a listing there for the young guzzlers. And it has a link to his website, which has a lot of good fluff. Also has a link to his project, which he's funding.
1: It was only like two hundred dollars when I checked right, it. Right, it's
0: about in. halfway there. I know that we have donated. Nice. So we'll be getting a nice little advertisement in the next brochure.
1: Ooh. So that'll be fun. That's cool. So um what are we gonna do? We're we gonna have like just advertise the boat down web page or something? Hmm. Because I mean I guess we could say we can always take back the old show somehow. I think we need to change three blocks name to something that fits us. That's true. Because while we have this. Um hold on a second, I'm gonna let you ponder that idea real quick. I'll be right back. Like both both down block. Block down, block Hey Steve. What? Uh we got a problem. What's that? Okay, um I thought I heard something and so I went and checked producer Craig. He's gone. And by gone, I mean, like, the pink duct tape and everything we used is on the floor, and the door is wide open. Ah, crap. So we probably need to wrap this up. Okay. And um, let's just wrap this up
0: real quick, then. Uh, We'll give a final shout-out to Anthony Langley and Will Kodrowski, both from Facebook. You can check us out at BothDown.com. You can check us out on Facebook at Facebook.com slash BothDown. You can check us out on Twitter at BothDown. You can check me out on
1: Twitter at Kilowog2814. Then you can check me out on Twitter at Fat Finley, F I N L E Y. And then you can also catch us over at iTunes. Both search both down our Blood Bowl and you'll get our old podcast, the whole year's worth of stuff. Uh
0: and if you need to email us, both down podcast at gmail dot com. But we better run,
1: find Craig and Um I'm thinking we need to get the ransom. Maybe we can get a show back that hmm, way. That's a good idea. All
0: right. Well So uh, we're gonna put a gun to his head or something to his head. And, oh,
1: it's gotta be like a... a that Morgenthorg uh, figure, it has a long spike. Yeah, oh, true. Right by the temple. and yeah. It's not getting used anyways. He's too much money. Morgenthorg is expensive. <laughs> too expensive to use. Anyways, we are out of here. It was a pleasure to do three-die block.
0: And what does Chance always say?
1: Uh, he says, roll open stars, reach for the sky... Hire the wizard with the lightning bolt, and we (laughs) are Three Die Block, your Blood Bowl podcast. Hey, Scott. What's that, Steve? That's not how it works. Don't you say, Hey, Scott. And I say, say, What's that, Steve? And you go, Do you hear that? And then we say, It's cheering fans. Is that what they do? Let's
0: do this. Hey, Scott. Do you hear that? I do. It sounds like cheering cheering fans. fans. (laughs) (laughs) So not us. I should totally give that.